the vazool, baby. Come on in. Screamers, welcome to the Scream Until You Like It podcast. I hope you're still screaming. Hope you're starting to like it. Um, I am Clint the Corn Zombie, uh, which is a nod to maybe something we might talk about tonight. And I am joined uh, with uh, Canadian boy Ryan, who is one of the hormonal werewolves uh, and also the the creator of uh, the Scream Until You Like It Amityville Retrospective. Uh, Two episodes out so far. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. There might be a third very soon. Uh, And we're joined with a very special guest tonight. Another Canadian. On Mr. Matt Skinner. How you doing, man? Great. Thank you. How are you guys tonight? Oh, fantastic. You know, strangely enough, um, hearing your voice, it's it's almost a lot like um, listening to a giant sphincter in the sky. I don't know why that is. (laughs) You Um, saw that. Fantastic. (laughs) Actually, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I knew that you did it. It's short, so you should. It's a short, and it's on YouTube. You should watch it. Oh my god! Uh, I need I need a link. It's only like 10, 15 minutes long. Yeah, yeah. I I did wind up watching it after it came out there because um, I realized I'd said before it's nice to put a voice to the face, and I realized no wait, I've heard Matt's voice before. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was just a great nod to like classic uh, sci-fi horror from back in the so day. It was, it was good, for, great sense of humor. For people who don't know, it's Attack of the Fifty Foot Sphincter from Space. <laughs> and I voiced yeah. the sphincter. Awesome! That, I was born. I was born to play that role. Born to play that role. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, Matt, uh, we've crossed paths many times before. Uh, I've even hosted private online uh, movie premieres with uh, Acrostar Films uh, that you joined in on, and uh, I think this is the first time we've actually spoken. Um, yeah. And and honestly, I'm. I'm kind of feeling the gravity of that right now. And I wanted to tell you that I feel, I feel honored and excited that you've joined us. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, you're very welcome. So in light of that, I didn't necessarily want to jump directly into your current projects. Um, I, I kind of just thought maybe we get a little background on Matt Skinner here um, real quick. I mean, you're a Canadian. I am. You're a music fan. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, I I seem to recall seeing a lot of like uh, references to like '80s metal and stuff like that, which really appealed to me because I'm, well, I'm an age. Last year we saw Guns N' Roses and we saw Megadeth. Yeah, and we saw Anvil. I don't know if you know those guys down there. They're Canadian. I don't think I do. They're, they're like an old. They're an '80s metal band. Yeah. Well, hey, if you recommended them, I'll give them a listen because uh, I'm. I loved all the old um, 80s thrash metal. Well, there's Actually, there's a documentary about them, and I'll DM you the name of it, because I can't think of it off the top of my head. Anvil's in the title. But it's all about how they were, like, big, and then they didn't quite make it, and all these other bands did. And it interviews the other bands, like guys from Metallica and Slayer and stuff, talking about them. And then what happened was this came out in 2008, I think, and it, like, relaunched their career and got them, like, big gigs, and on the talk shows 
And uh, I mean, the whole time they were touring and recording, they have a silly amount of albums. Uh, just really, they're really fun guys. I met them at the show. It was at a small venue in, in Kingston in uh, October. And uh, they were they were hilarious. They, they noticed right away I was wearing a, a bootleg shirt because <laughs> they do all their own bird trade. Uh, uh-huh. But it's because I'm, I'm fat. I, I needed that size. And they're like, that's totally cool. They're like, we sell that size in Europe, which is weird. You would have thought, you know, North Americans were fatter. But um, <laughs> they uh, they were really cool. And, and uh, Charlie couldn't go. It was 19 plus, but it was the week of his birthday. So I grabbed him a bunch of like signed merch and I, I got uh, my pictures with them and stuff. It was a lot of fun. That sounds awesome. I can't believe that I, I didn't know anything about him before, but I'll he, tell you he what. Like, he comes out in the crowd while he's playing guitar and like gets right up with the people and it's it's fun show. That sounds awesome. I'm gonna have, well, yeah, send me that documentary. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, absolutely. It's fun. Yeah. Um, and I don't know uh, if you consider it to be that, but uh, I, uh, I've seen some older pictures of yours and i i feel like you got a lot of punk rock style uh, oh yeah like well the, the ramones are my favorite band yeah i i kind of got that impression maybe from a couple of facebook posts <laughs> <laughs> i have punk tattooed on one hand on my knuckles so yeah from my uh, misspent youth uh-huh and a bunch of tattoos um am i wrong in thinking that uh you were featured in a tattoo magazine at one point yeah like like 20 20 over 20 years ago i was in several of them when i was young yeah how long you've been working on your tattoo collection um i haven't been tattooed down over 20 years Mm -hmm. but i so yeah like i stopped in my mid-20s wow they're all before i was in my mid-20s or or my math is off I, i was around 30 when i stopped actually so it was like throughout my twenties, throughout my twenties, I spent my twenties getting tattooed basically. Okay. I hear you might have to be getting another one soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My first one in so long. And uh, <laughs> originally yeah. I was, was going to get it on my butt, but I don't really want any tattoos on my butt. So it, it's a name. And, and I was like picturing a longer name. I thought, Oh, I might have to do it on my butt. It's the only place I have space, but, uh, it turns out it's MMH, Matthew Mark Hunter. So uh, I can put an MMH, you know, I can squeeze that in somewhere other than my friggin'. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thanks for bringing that up, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what is the goal to make that happen since we're on that subject? Oh, it's going to happen because the goal is just make the movie. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> Should have made like, it more I, difficult for him. <laughs> I told it as a joke. I was like, if someone makes this movie and casts me as the air fryer, I'll get your name tattooed on my butt. That was it. Wow. And like, and like three days later, the campaign was half funded. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. See, see the power of suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, you know, uh, speaking of that, I mean, uh, just the the indie horror community in general. I mean, you're a name that is very well known uh, simply for being such a huge supporter. Um, I mean, there's many people that I've spoken to that that knew your name immediately. Um, And I was just curious, how long do you feel you've been connected to the indie horror scene? And how many films do you think you've contributed to? 
it's it's only been like three years, not even. It started in yeah. 2021. And uh, I mean, Charlie has over 100 special thanks credits. And he has, you know, I don't know, I don't know, 40 producer credits. I'm not sure. And, and a bunch of acting credits. I'd say 200. Yeah. I think I have a spreadsheet somewhere, but I kind of just gave up on it after like 185 <laughs> or something. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Got yeah. and and I've I mean I've promoted and shared a lot more than that. Right. Those are the ones we've actually donated to. Right. Right. Yeah, I know the IMDb uh, pages don't do it any credit, you know, um, to how much you guys have actually done. Because uh, I mean, and that stuff's about half the length of my arm. So um, um, just what I was able to find there. Uh, for the record, um, I noticed Charlie's name quite a bit whenever I'm looking through some of these uh, indie movies. And uh, and honestly, it makes me smile every time I see it. Or if I see his, see his picture in the background or something like that, I'm like, hey, there he is. I love that. Uh, yeah. I actually had someone DM me one day, and they are like, they had just been to a premiere, and they are like, I just saw Charlie on the big screen, and I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I saw um, um, an indie writer like post something like that, where he was watching a movie with his dad and he jumped up and he said, Hey, I know that guy's dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I kind of remember that. I think. Yeah. 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 We're all, we're all over the, the movies. And for the longest time, like it was just Charlie and I didn't get into it. Mm -hmm. So like Charlie's really been into it longer than me as far as, yeah. as far as being in the movies. Right. Um, what was it that made you uh, make the jump uh, into like trying to get little bit parts or something like that in these things? I I can't remember what the first one was. For whatever reason, I decided to try it. Uh, was it was it Crackoon maybe, which I haven't even done yet? It might have been. It might have been Crackoon. That might have been the catalyst because yeah. I was so I loved Cocaine Bear, mm -hmm. and I I love that everyone got on the bandwagon and started making similar type deals so that might have been it but i don't know something something inspired me but once i did it i was like oh this this isn't so bad it's actually kind of fun yeah yeah neat. i didn't know if it was the end of uh it came from somewhere because i remember you guys got that perk where you you did like the scream reel at the end yeah um, you no know, actually i i'm i don't like the video as much mm -hmm. i don't know I don't, i'm not I prefer not to be on camera. That that's why I uh I mean I didn't do podcasts until this campaign ever, ever, not one. Yeah. People had asked and I was just like, no, nah, it's not it's not my thing. Yeah. But like I've done three or four this week and I have four more scheduled this week. So that's which awesome. is um I gotta be honest, which is yeah, because it was funny when because when you initially said that I was worried. I'm like, oh I feel bad. I'm gonna be pulling him on uh video here, he's not coffee. But I gotta say, dude, for somebody who says they're they they don't like being on camera. You you're really natural with it. Honestly, I, I have progressive lenses and I can't see any of us right now. So oh, it's almost helps. like I'm just doing audio. <laughs> like that we're, helps. We're, we're all just blurs. Yeah, yeah. You're like, is someone there? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, it almost feels to me like it's just audio. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. If it if it helps, then uh, <laughs> then I'm all for it. Um, <laughs> 
Let's see. Uh, how long you been on the Crackoon project? You said you haven't done your bit part for that yet, right? No, I've done it. I've done it. Oh, you have? Okay. I voiced a redneck. Okay. And uh, and I don't know what a redneck sounds like. So I went on to um, YouTube, of course, and I found a video of Larry the Cable Guy teaching Larry King how to do a redneck voice. I just got to Iowa. I just got the hour. And by God, it's so dang gum cold. My nipples got there five minutes before I did. By God, it's so goddamn cold. My nipples got there five minutes before I did. Whoa. And it was perfect. So I did my lines. I don't know which part he's going to use it for because there's I read for three different parts. They were all rednecks, though. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, so I'm going to be in it. And I love it. I love the idea. And. I love that Brad takes his time. It's not coming out till next year. And I like, it looks like it's going to be fantastic. I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it will too. Uh, I love yeah. Brad's work. So yeah. Like, I love the stuff he's got out there now. Yeah. I, I watched the trailer earlier. I, I wanted to refamiliarize myself with it because it was a while since I saw um, what that was all about. And I don't, I don't want to call it a designer drug. I want to say that it's, it's almost like meth instead of like crack uh, that's Ooh. driving people crazy. And these guys are getting pulled over by the cops and just tossed it out the window and a raccoon comes upon it. It sounds, it looks amazing. <laughs> Did you see cocaine there? Yes. Yeah. 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 So it, it clearly that seemed like the inspiration. Oh yeah. Well, there was a flurry of them, right? When that was popular, like yeah. everybody wanted to do something in a drug. I actually watched a shark movie. I think it was a Polonia brothers one. And it was, it was called cocaine shark. And it was cocaine like, shark. there was yeah, only there was a guy, there was a guy dressed as a shark in like a shark costume for like one or two scenes. And that was it. Yeah. And, and again, it was about some designer drug, I think, but, like it was barely a shark movie and it wasn't even really a cocaine movie. I don't think I don't think the shark actually even did cocaine. That was, <laughs> that was so funny. That, but that was literally just like that's popular. That. So this is the title we're gonna slap on it right now, you know. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. I gotcha. Well, that's a shame. Well, I mean, I still count it as a shark movie, and I oh, yeah. it's Polonia Brothers, so I still loved it. Like the guy walking around as a shark was fucking hilarious. I wish the whole movie had been about that guy, but they probably had it in the can already, you know, and then just slapped mm -hmm. the title on it. So yeah, yeah. Now the um the Polonia Brothers, I I've uh, watched a few of theirs because they they like to do dinosaur movies, and I am a sucker for a dino flick. And the Polonia Brothers managed to they make a fun dino movie. <laughs> Yeah, they make fun of everything. I like, and you see like Jamie Morgan, Jeff Kirkendall, Tim Hatch. They're in those movies over and over again, and I love those guys. So, I I always get a kick out of their movies. Yeah, those are some familiar names. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course, right there everywhere. Yeah, drink every time you hear their name. <laughs> Crackcoon got some traction too. I seem to recall that um, there was actually quite a few uh, news sources for a little bit there bringing oh, up. Really? Uh, yeah, I remember seeing it. Uh, for whatever reason, it uh, got a little bit of um, time in the spotlight, uh, just because of how ridiculous the like, and that's what everybody said was like, you thought Cocaine Bear was ridiculous, but he was a he was a raccoon on crap. Raccoon, yeah. Uh, no, I'm really excited about that one. Actually, that was my header photo on Twitter for the longest time. The the raccoon from the poster. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, that looked really good. Um, I remember seeing uh, some of the uh, behind the scenes prop prop work posted somewhere. Might have been on the Crackoon page, um, but uh, it was really neat to see that they took like that wasn't like completely made by hand. They took like a store bought like stuffed raccoon and they just like did all this weird shit to it to make it look gross and rabid. Okay, there's a good segue because that look that looks great, the raccoon, and yeah. that's what we did for our air fryer. We <laughs> didn't that... actually build an air fryer from scratch. We bought one. Oh my and, god! Uh, yeah, I know. And then we uh, transformed it. And actually, uh, it, you know, this is going to air in a week. But tonight, when we're recording this, it's actually dropping tonight. The the pictures of it. Oh, nice! Ooh. And it looks awesome. I can't wait to make it my profile. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see that too. yeah that's our big thing and the other thing is we're dropping our campaign video today when we're at like 182 percent on our campaign yeah yeah i'm looking at it right now 182 percent. here's the thing uh, that people got to realize and um the mahal brothers are like the kings of this of fundraising and making movies right michael's always giving out advice and one of the things he always says is Start your campaign asking for half of what you think you need. Because for starters, it makes it way easier to hit your goal. And Indiegogo, unlike Kickstarter, when you hit your goal, you can go in demand. And then you can fundraise indefinitely. You can sell DVDs right up until the movie comes out if you want. So um, that's great advice. So that's what we did. We figured, you know, probably need around three grand to make this movie. So we'll set the, the, the goal at 1500 and we're getting there. Like I, I assume by the time this airs, we'll be at three grand because we're at thirty-seven or twenty-seven hundred now. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and that's what we wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like you got some, uh, you got some pretty good names attached to it right now. Um, yeah. I mean, um, I don't think I was surprised to see that uh, Jessa Flux's name come up um, after the her silhouette was shared basically the day before <laughs> so funny <laughs> now he wanted to keep it under wraps but then he used like her real silhouette i think on the on the promo for it like, <laughs> it was so obvious who it was yeah anybody who's seen murder size knows exactly who that was <laughs> yeah. and like and i spent the last three or six months telling everybody to watch that movie so yeah um, that that was my favorite indie horror movie of 2023 for the record Oh, dude, that one was totally worth it, and I was so happy to see it hit. I was so happy to see it hit Tubi because then I got a chance to see it because I missed the uh, the Indiegogo campaign on that one. After after Barbie, that's the movie I watched the most in 2023. I saw Mercer's so many times. I thought it was hilarious. I like. I this is gonna sound bad, but I think I watch indie horror for like the effects, mm-hmm. you know, the special effects, the graphics, the kills. Yeah, the dialogue isn't usually the strongest part of the movie, but the dialogue is the strongest part of Murder Size. Like it's hilarious. Yeah, all of Kansas bowling lines are hilarious. I mean, Jess and Drew get all the attention because that one scene of theirs is amazing, and and it has won awards. Yeah, and it's the one I talk about the most too. But in general, like Kansas is just every every one of her lines is gold. Like it's so <laughs> funny. Everything she does yeah. in that movie is funny. Yeah. Yeah, so, and, Paul, and Paul Ragsdale. I don't know if Paula wrote it alone or if Angie was one of the co-writers, but might have been Angie too. They're they're hilarious. Anyway. Yeah, funny. Yeah, uh, that's what I appreciate about that movie too. Like uh, it, uh, 
the comedy, the comedic aspect of it, like every line came out like a punchline. And I was like, this is, <laughs> this is so cool. And even that, even that guy who was like a grip or something like that, who was like thinking about, you know, his uh, visions of being a director someday. And, and that yeah. just, just guided everything he did. The guy like drew who wanted to join the union. Yeah. Yeah. Drew Marvick. He's fucking hilarious. <laughs> he, uh, and it's funny that came out when Barbie did and, it was like the same colors. It was the pink and blues, bright blues, like the same aesthetics completely. And and Drew actually had the same <laughs> uh, fanny pack that Ken did, that yellow fanny pack. So, oh no way! <laughs> yeah, and I love both those movies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Oh, that's great. Um, well, not to pull it off that. Go back back to Air Fryer Slaughter. Um, yeah. The uh, Lloyd Kaufman's attached to this one too, right? Lloyd Kaufman is attached to it, and Matthew Mark Hunter has ten videos on Troma now. And if you watch his demo reel, which is at the top of our campaign page uh, in the summary campaign page for Air Fryer Slaughter, if you watch the twenty twenty three MMH demo reel, it's all Troma esque. Like it's really fun, cheesy special effects. Lots like literally buckets of blood being thrown around. And uh when you watch it, it's only like two minutes. So I would suggest watching it. It's you're gonna be like, this is exactly what is needed for a killer air fryer movie. This is what you want, you know? And this movie is just gonna be joke, gag, kill, joke, gag, kill for 60 minutes. It's not gonna be two hours, there's not gonna be any 30 minute spans where nothing happens and people are just talking. It's going to be jokes and kills and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything we want in a horror movie. Basically. Of course. Of course. I think this one's personally going to uh, uh, speak to Ryan. Cause uh, I know he's a big fan of a good microwave kill. So maybe he'll like air fryers. <laughs> <laughs> I watched microwave. What is it? Microwave massacre. Microwave massacre. That is yesterday or something. And I was, Really disappointed it wasn't about a killer microwave. That uh, That is not the one, though. Um, if you want a good microwave kill, you got to watch Superstition from 1982. Oh, yeah? The witch. Is it about a killer microwave? No, but it has oh. an amazing microwave kill in it. And, and okay, if you great. don't want to watch the witchy movie, that's fine, because the microwave kill happens in the first five minutes. Gre- Gremlins has the classic, too, right? Like I'd put it right up there with Gremlins. Nice, nice, nice. I remember, I remember that killing gremlins being like all the talk with the kids afterwards, you know, when it first came out. That microwave oh, yeah. kill. Oh yeah, because when you're a kid, you never, you don't realize, <laughs> and then it, you don't realize like 30 years later, it's still one of the best microwave kills of all time. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So um, I don't know what the what the timeline is for the uh, air fryer slaughter. If uh, if there's any real like talk about when filming on okay, that, I want to talk about that actually because this is a big selling point. If anyone's interested in donating to the campaign or getting involved, Matthew Mark Hunter is a beast. He's always putting out content. So when we announced this, he already had storefuls of of uh, fake blood and body parts and everything ready to go. So. Shooting is all scheduled. The first shoot is February 16th and 17th. Wow. And then three weekends in a row, he's filming both days. That's going to be the bulk of principal, those six days. Then it's just remotes and pickups. He expects to be done 
well, filming will be done in March. He expects post to be done in April. And he's saying the movie will be out in DVD for sure this summer. He's going to conventions this summer. He's going to sell it. Wow. So, I mean, I'm used to waiting one or two years, you know? Yeah. For a lot of them. So, so this is like, I like this because I'm, I'm the least patient person on earth. I hate waiting. <laughs> this is actually the worst hobby for me because I hate waiting. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, I'm not going to have to wait for this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to be yeah. on soon. He has, he has a bunch of local actors in Ohio that work with him on shorts all the time because he has like 200 shorts on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, so they're ready to go. And, and uh, yeah, he kept it local to make it easy, less travel and stuff. And yeah. uh, so that, that helps him too, you know, there's – it's uh it's a well-oiled machine it's all happening so fast absolutely holy crap that is that is insanely tight time frame i mean we just announced like not even two weeks ago i don't think maybe it was two weeks ago i don't right. think so yeah there's still yeah. a month left in our campaign when he's gonna have the movie wrapped by the time the campaign's done probably <laughs> <laughs> like he's going out of pocket for all of this wow because because he didn't want to wait till he got the money you know Oh, okay. So he's so, spending he's spending based on what we raise. Okay. Yeah, so he end up paying himself back, hopefully. Uh, well, as long as he doesn't go over, yeah, he will. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yep. So and like, yeah, which is great because you know, when we had a remote role, we didn't have to wait for the funds, we just paid right away. Like it was just so it works out great. And uh and and speedwise can't beat it. I mean he might get into post and he might get slowed down. You know that you never know that it could take an extra month or whatever, but that's still an insanely fast timeline because usually you finish the whole campaign and then it's a while before filming starts after the campaign ends. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. he, he doesn't fuck around, man. He's apparently not. <laughs> no, no. So <laughs> uh, that's great. No, I can't wait. No, I should. Uh, I should probably get in on that campaign because I, I would sure love to see it. It looks like I mean, it's ridiculous. Be a blast. They, they have like he's got screen used eyeballs for only thirty bucks and screen used torn off nipples for only uh, forty bucks. Like just crazy cheap for screen used props. And, and there's a ton of other stuff too. You know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of cool perks in there. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I mean, I think it's 25 bucks to get your merch in there. So you could pay like 25 bucks and slap your logo on something for the podcast or the Hammondville site. Or... Oh, yeah. There's a lot of options. There's, I mean, people should check it out because there are a lot of options. And he prices them cheap because we didn't want to make a $20,000 movie. We wanted to make a $3,000 movie. So our perks aren't like 100 bucks. They're like 25 to, I mean, our special thanks credit's only 10, but I mean, it's 25 to get your merch in. And, I think it's only thirty if you're a musician and want to you want to put your song in the movie. Like it's, we uh, he pri he prices them to sell, and and, and yeah. that's why we're doing so well. I think. Part of you're it. saying it's obviously working. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. I, wonder... I do also have to say, I'm sorry. I do also have to say that um, forty dollars for a screen used ripped off nipple is a new sentence that I never <laughs> thought I would hear. <laughs> I think that might be the first time I've heard that one. I mean, it's a it's a killer air fryer movie, so I expect a lot of firsts. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely. I mean, air fryers have been so popular for a couple of years now. How has no one done this? Come on, the that only reason the... 
It, it only no. took me this long because I didn't get mine till December. So I just joined the cult. <laughs> like, that was the first thing I thought when you uh, when you reached out and started saying, hey, why is, you know, somebody needs to make this. And once it was going on, I'm like, yeah, why has nobody done this before? How have we not had a killer air fryer movie? <laughs> yeah. I know. What a missed opportunity for everyone but me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the only reason I even got one is because, <coughs> oddly, my neighbor my, and friend's teenage kid wanted one for Christmas. No, no, for his birthday in December. Okay. So she got him a little one, but then she loved it. And she's like cooking for like six people out of this little thing in shifts because she likes it so much. And she, and she told me, so I was like, ah, oh, screw it, I'll get it. And then as soon as I ordered it, before it was even here, Maddie was like, you know maddie Deering. she was like it's gonna change your life and mm. it did change my life i love that thing <laughs> so i gave that teenage boy a special thanks credit in the movie mm. because none, mm. of, none of this would have happened without that kid for some reason wanting a freaking air <laughs> for that is amazing <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of good stories behind this movie like between that and the tattoo story yeah it's uh it's a fun story it's gonna be a fun movie the whole thing is just fun I'm looking forward to it. No, it's definitely on great. my radar. <laughs> oh, I'm going to harass the shit out of you to watch it when it comes out. <laughs> you won't have to. It's I'm gonna watch Mark it. Hunter, so it's probably going to be on YouTube first. I hope okay. it ends up on Trauma Now, though, eventually. That's that's what I hope. I'd love that. That sounds like a strong possibility. I mean, if he's yeah, already... Trauma, Trauma Now is my personal aspiration for the movie. Actually, Babezilla is on Trauma Now, so we watched charlie's picture on trauma now and them talking about 90 year old charlie skinner oh yeah <laughs> killed in a brothel and uh and then and then later on in the movie someone's watching the newscast and you hear it again 90 year old charlie skinner and i was like charlie you're on trauma now this is the greatest thing ever you know <laughs> i love babezilla and i'm, I'm in the there's they're making a sequel with mecha godzilla and Mecha Godzilla, or Mecha Bar Babezilla, I mean, and Mecha Godzilla is my favorite, so I want in on Mecha Babezilla, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to be voicing a role in that. Actually, that's already confirmed. Confirmed. Nice. You're here first. I'm voicing a role in the Babezilla uh, sequel with Mecha Babezilla, and that's our exclusive. Fantastic. Awesome. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, I believe there's one other project. That hit my radar that that I saw, and matter of fact, um, uh, I was uh, looking at the trailer on that one as well uh, earlier today. Uh, Waspzilla. I was hoping it was going to be Waspzilla. <laughs> <laughs> it's out on DVD now. Uh huh. And I love it. I love, I love James's work. James Thomason made that, and he makes he makes a lot of like early asylum style cheesy cgi movies except on a micro budget like five grand or less yeah. and usually and uh they're hilarious he's got a ton of them on tubi uh terrifying yeah. t-rex used to be my favorite Waspville is now not just because i'm in it but it's i think it's really great morgan i pray i'm saying her new last name right milam i think might be milam used to be uh yeah she just got married but Morgan's in it and she plays her own twin and it's fantastic. And she did a great job with it. And James did a great job with it. And it's so much fun seeing her play her own twin and she's fantastic. So double her is amazing. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I think 
I think Mel has a, a remote role on a phone. Mel Heflin. And okay. oh, Angel Bradford plays Morgan's yeah. partner in it. So the cast is amazing. Uh, Clint Beaver's in it, of course. Oh, I got to shout out Hillary Tory is the witness they keep talking to every time. And the newscaster is like disgusted with her. They have the best chemistry and they're so funny. I hope those two are in every one of James's movies going forward because they are hilarious together. I love that character that Hillary does that. And that new newscaster <laughs> plays it so well. I'm sorry, I don't know her name, but uh yeah, that's great. I love Waspzilla. I, I voice one of the pilots who's like fighting Waspzilla. That's and, that's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. And Clint Clint uh, Beaver, he he uh drink Clint Beaver. He uh he um was was a, a pilot too as well. And uh so the fucking wasp villa, spoiler alert, the wasp kills me in in the plane. And then in the end credits, me and Charlie are getting killed again. So I died twice in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. How many people could say that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, I, I haven't seen this one yet. Uh, I do want to see it. Um, I saw a couple of his, his other films. Um, I saw Martian Massacre. Yeah. Uh, which that was, that, that was kind of fun, actually. Yeah, it um, is. Um, and and you're right about the the CG uh, just being plastered everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and terrifying T Rex is great, and in terrifying T Rex, like every foot stomp's like, yeah. bow, bow, bow. you know, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> and, I and love who, that guy, and I love his work. Oh uh, yeah, and who doesn't love Backwoods Bubba? Right? What a yeah. cast! Uh, Rebecca Reinhardt, Heather Harlow. I I think. Uh, Ju Julianne Prescott, I think she's in it too. I, yes. I yeah. yes, she is. Yeah, so we actually just watched that because when Heather was announced that she was going to be in our movie, we did a Heather Harlow marathon. <laughs> That's cool. And we just watched 12 Jets of Flux movies. <laughs> <laughs> 12 of them. And one of them, she was in it for like five seconds in the very first scene, and then we watched the rest of the movie anyway. I didn't realize there were 12. Now I know. There's more because a couple of Donald Farmers aren't streaming, but we watched the 12 that were streaming. That's cool. Yeah. Or that we had DVDs of. Yeah. We we would have farmers too, but they're only out on Blu-ray and uh, I'm a DVD yeah. guy still. Yeah. Mm. I thought I saw uh wasn't there an announcement that there was gonna be a Backwoods Bubba 2? I there, don't know. I thought but, I saw that and they're like reassembling some of the uh some of the previous people who've been on the project, like Rebecca. Could um, be it could be a Okay, that I can't confirm or deny. I'm gonna have to go look it up and confirm it. I will. I promise. I will. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, so uh, was Waspzilla a lot of fun? Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's a lot of fun. It's a great cast. The CGI is great. It's mm -hmm. honestly, I I think it's more polished than all his earlier movies. I really do. Yeah. I think I think he really did a great job with it, and uh, I I love it. I'm really looking forward to Killer Kong. That's yeah. like his next CGI heavy one. Yeah. And, uh, I did a voice in that too. Yeah. Like so long ago that I can't remember what the hell my part was. <laughs> what my <last laughs> like I, I do have kind of a serious question about that since I've never really been on that end of it. Um, when, when you record something that's intended to be a voiceover uh, for a movie, like uh, what kind of direction do you get? I mean, you're not sitting there staring at a blank screen, just recording into your phone or something, are you? I am. I usually am for the very first take with one. Well, a couple of exceptions. A couple of times they, they gave me some advice beforehand, but 
Usually I do the first take cold and I send them two or three different ideas and then they'll either pick one or they'll get back to me with direction and be like, okay, more like this, more like that. Or sometimes they'll just hear their own lines and think it would sound more natural if it was written a different way. Yeah. Which I often think too, but I don't want to say it because they've written the script, you know, so I, I stick to people's scripts, but right. Right. Give them what they want. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I didn't know how that worked because it seems, you know, when you take away the visual aspect of it, it seems difficult because, you know, you're kind of acting to nothing um, and trying to figure out where the pauses are and, and, and how to deliver something without anyone really reading lines to you. Yeah. Well, I think they just edit each sentence and put it in, you know, where it belongs. Cause yeah, they usually want me to do like one file of, of all of the dialogue. Oh, okay. Whereas, I don't know how it's going to work with Raccoon. Like maybe it goes like scene by scene or paragraph by paragraph, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Cause this is the first time I've done like a whole movie, with the whole script. Well, that's awesome. Well, thanks for answering that question. Um, and, and thanks for coming on. I, I hate to, to keep drawing this out on you. I know that uh, this is typically a little longer than you usually go, but I knew I'd milk you for a little bit extra, you know, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I enjoy talking to you guys and yeah. I appreciate the chance to talk about these movies. Cause yeah. these are all movies that I'm really excited about. Yeah. Um, so if you were going to encourage anybody to do anything right now, what would it be? Like go contribute to the uh, air fryer slaughter. Uh, I mean, I'd love for them to contribute, but even if they just checked it out and shared sharing is the best. So the more people that hear about it, the better, not just to raise money, but just so they're aware of the movie and thinking, hey, maybe that's interesting. I'd like to watch it when it comes out. So sharing is the big thing for me. Check out the campaign. I think when people see the campaign, they might want to contribute because I think people are going to want to be part of this. Obviously, we have 60 backers already, so people do want to be part of this. And uh, I got to give a shout out to Claire Bacon, Slutty the Clown. Yay! Claire was literally the first person I approached to be in this movie. And she said yes, and I was so friggin' happy because I love that character and I love Claire and Richard, so mm -hmm. I really wanted them to be part of it. So yeah, I'm so excited it. to see them on there too. I Claire and Richard are just such dear friends of ours, and I was, I know she will give it a hundred and fifty percent, like two hundred percent. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I know she will too. Yeah, she won't let you down. I love she it, is. and every movie needs a sexy clown. Right? Of course it does. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter what it's about. That's right. Philadelphia <laughs> should have had a sexy clown. Mm -hmm. It should have. It should have. I've never seen that movie. I just know what it's about. <laughs> That's the I, clip. <laughs> I have seen it, and I could tell you it does need a sexy clown. Yeah. Right? Every everyone like <laughs> right remember that sexy clown in Schindler's List? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do remember that. That made the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, matt thank you very much for showing up and answering our questions and and, and indulging all of our weirdness uh, and i just want to say on behalf of myself on behalf of ryan matt and sexy clowns everywhere remember smile you son of a bitch